Best-selling author, public speaker, and performance coach Roy Red has helped several pro athletes, companies, organizations, and sports teams overcome their mental blocks, reach their peak potential, increase their performance, produce more results, and just have more fun in their life and business. Bring me the energy, all right? Choose will determine what you this YouTube channel, The Success Code. And I just wanted to come to you guys. Right now, we're about to get into an interview I did with Vic the Barber. His real name is Victor. Um, Six-figure barber, owns his own shop, motivational guy, serial entrepreneur, speaks to kids, speaks all over the place. He cuts famous people hair, pro athletes, guys like Alonzo Ball, plenty of football players, pro players, and the dude is just epic. His mind frame and the way he generates energy is on another level and he cuts my hair and so as we um, as I was getting my hair cut we just got into it we just started talking about it we just decided to record so enjoy uh, learn from Victor and enjoy this episode love now you guys so, tired and I'm like man there might be doubt there might be fear I gotta remind myself well 
I know that being at home is not gonna, it's not gonna do nothing. So then I remember, I remind myself like, well, what am I doing it for? And my kids, my son, my family, right? And although at times, uh, one of the hardest things to do is to walk, is to leave, right? Leave my son behind because I gotta go out and make it happen. And I gotta um, remind myself like, well, why are you doing it? So he doesn't have to go through some of the things that I have to experience. Although, I'm thankful for those experiences because if it wasn't for those experiences, I might not go as hard. So it's one of those give and take situations. Uh, thinking about like struggle and struggle, you posted a picture the other day when you were actually, when you were skinnier and you had your shirt off and it looks like you were like cutting in a bathroom or something like that. Tell me about those things. Like when you know you have this vision on owning your own shop and all of that stuff, but you're cutting out the bathroom with those things. How do you visualize and keep going when you have doubt in those times? It doesn't look like you can possibly get Well, at that given time, if I go back, I remember the emotion. And the emotions that I had were doubt, fear. And then asking myself, am I doing the right thing? Is this gonna pay off? But because most of my life I've always been against the grain. Most of my life I was told I couldn't do this or I couldn't do that. So it was the fact that I wanted to prove myself that although I didn't know what was expected, I was optimistic. And that joy that I had, although I was coming out of the restroom, is what motivated me to show up the next day. And although my vision might have been smaller then, the deeper I got in, the bigger my vision got. So, yeah. When did you realize you wanted to like own your own shop or take it to this level? From the beginning, or did it take a little while? No, it was, it was, everything was like a timeline. You know, in the beginning it was just me trying to have enough clients to make some money. And then when I was able to achieve a clientele, well, what's next? Do I want to just be behind the chair? Or do I want to build a, a business from the bottom up that could potentially give me residual income? Or a second stream of income? But more of a canvas where I was able to be in a position not only to make money, but to hire people, friends, loved ones. And use my place as a headquarters, whether if it's an author or an artist or a fashion designer. My vision got bigger as, as I got bigger. I can relate with that. Um, as far as tangible things that you actually did though to get results. I knew that I had to create a buzz, and I knew that I had to create a buzz within my community. 
So it was easy for me to just be able to cut people while I wanted to retain people. So what I would do is go above and beyond. So if I make a flyer, I'll probably think out the box and say, well, what can I do before they throw my flyer away? So I'll make it in bright green, bright red, bright yellow. I would always try to do things that would leave a register experience in people's minds. And once you start dealing with a client, you see a pattern, whether they come every week, every two weeks, maybe once a month. I knew that when it wasn't on schedule, I knew it was time for me to send them a, I call this like a courtesy text. Never soliciting my service, but showing more concern, like, hey, how you doing? Have seen you in a while, hope all is well. And it was at that given time that although they didn't have reached out to me, they might have been like, yo, hey Vic, it's funny you hit me because I was just gonna hit you. So it was always a system of mine to always follow up with people. Whether it was through text message, through social media, a phone call, or me sending a message to somebody. But it was always me somehow trying to figure out a way to how, how to stay in touch. And I think the key is, you're only as strong as your network of people. So always conserve those, those relationships, always go above and beyond. Whether they bring in business or whether they might be business in the future. It's crazy how you say you try to do something to stand out. Because knowing your mind and in psychology, they call that a pattern interrupt. Where uh, most people, they just live in a pattern and do things in a way that's habitual. And if you can break that, their habit for a second and break their pattern, then it'll leave a memory, it'll leave an emotion, and it'll leave you in their minds and their consciousness. That's dope that you can, that you thought of that without even knowing that. Knowing that it's psychology. You know, the, 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 how to apply the psychology, but not the, you know, the terminology. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever messed up? In life, you're going to mess up. In your career, you're going to mess up. But it's what you take from it and how you're going to bounce back, you know? I constantly mess up, but that's how I constantly keep learning. If I don't mess up, I'm not going to learn. I got to learn from my mistakes. At what point did you realize you were good? Like, you were like, all right, I'm, I got this. Like, I'm actually real good. You know, did it take you a while, or was it natural? To be honest, I, I don't even think I'm that good. I think that I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly building. So do you pull from both sides like I'm good but I'm not good or is it just like I'm good but I could be better? Always. Always. Especially with a with an story that you leave behind. Not the monetary, not the money, not the houses, not the cars. The success is what you leave behind. Your blueprint, your DNA. The success is left, for me, is for my son, my family, the legacy, the brand, the company. 
that's that's success. The knowledge, the knowledge is success. The things you learn, the failures, the lessons that were taken from the failures. What is the brand? What is wealth? Barbershop. What is who is Big Barber? What is your brand in one word?
Because it's like, I gotta ask myself, well, how many people are you gonna wanna help? And with helping people comes money, so it just depends. For me, I wanna to help the whole world, so that means I probably have to make a few billion. But in reality, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure, to be honest, I can't answer that question. If I make a million and then I'll be like, man, I wish I had two million to help this side of the family or help that side of the family. Especially having an instinct for increase like you do, always want to grow. Of course. Um, my purpose in the sentence is to inspire and instruct millions of people to live better lives or improve their business. What's your purpose? My purpose is to be in a position to be able to provide opportunity. It's one thing to give out money, but it's another thing to give somebody a job, the tools, the resources, the knowledge for them to succeed on their own. I feel like me starting off at an early age and committing every error possible is, is it was a reason for me to be able to tell the next young barber or the next young man, hey, you know what, check out these signs. You know, you, won't, you, know, you can derail and, and save a lot of time. If you, if you just look out for these signs, so it was basically to just be able to provide opportunity, invest in people, you know? Yeah. We were just having that conversation before we started recording, um, how you said you're not the boss, but you're around bosses. Yeah, wealth is, is, is formulated by individuals that have the, the entrepreneur boss mentality, meaning that when people ask, like, well, you're barbers or you're employees, like, look, I don't have employees, I don't have barbers, I work with bosses, we're equivalent. So, by them being bosses and they having that mentality that by any means necessary, we all depend on each other. We all depend that we expect nothing but the best, the eliteness. And because we do have that hunger, ambition, that we're always going to try to push the limit whether it's our experiences behind the chair, our product branding, or just the knowledge that we're trying to spread while somebody comes gets a haircut. And that takes away any competition. It just yes. instantly makes you a team and you all going for the purpose and your own purpose at the same time, which I think gets lost. Is you can achieve your purpose and the purpose of the whole at the of same course. time. Of course. A great leader knows how to bring the best out of his team. And all of us being leaders, we're always going to require that from each other. And I'm only as strong as my team. So if they're, how do I say, if they're, if they're rooting for me, I got to root as hard for them. You know, whether he gets to the victory uh, line first before I do, it's a win-win all around. So that's how I look at things. Um, real quick, give something tangible, like an actual tangible step. Someone who is starting out a business, whether that's barber, selling merch, anything that they can tangibly do right now to start making money. Man, key thing before you even create a product, be passionate about that product. Love that product. It might not make sense to everybody, but if it makes sense to you and you feel good about it, pursue it. And the key thing is social media. Because before you would have to open up a store, uh, open up a warehouse. Now you can shit stuff right out of your living room. And social media is free. Um, doing what you love is clutch. Um, that's why so many people fail doing those pyramid scheme companies. You can make money in them, but you're never going to sell something that you don't love. So that's a big... 
big thing. That's why I never took the ownership experience. Of course. well in those situations. So, Besides family and what you do, what else, what other hobbies? Yeah, spending time with my family, obviously, but just perfecting my craft. When I'm not at work, I'm still at work. You know, I'm still trying to learn. I'm still trying to be, stay influenced. So I surround myself with individuals that are either starting or mid mid transition in their careers. Always, always seeking, always researching, always trying to see what's out there. The beautiful thing is that when you love something, it keeps you keeps you motivated to trying to see what's the latest, what's the latest trend. Is that the latest technique? Is that am I up on it? Am I hip on it? You know. So here's my favorite question. Um, if you had a time machine, you can go back in time and hold a conversation with anybody. Who would it be? My mother. My mother. Elaborate on that. I just wanted to, if I could go, I just thank her. A lot of the things that she would tell me, it didn't make quite sense at that given time, but as I got older and I overcame certain experiences or obstacles, they reminded me of that voice. That when I was young and I thought I knew it all, it came to make sense now. So if I could go back, I would just thank her. Thank her a million times. Um, that's clutch and psychology. Our self-talk is built from who raised us and they showed us how to interpret the world. So um, that's clutch, that self-talk she gave you allowed you to overcome any obstacle because you heard her voice, you heard that positivity or whatever that was that you know Best boxer in the world. Best boxer of the world? Come on now. That ain't even a question, man. Floyd Mayweather. Ah, the boys are tired. TBE. Alright, besides Floyd Mayweather. Active boxers right now. Who's the best? I would say pound for pound. Well, man, that's tough because <laughs> I could say Mikey Garcia. I, I like Earl. And the only reason I'm saying Mikey Garcia is because in order to be great, you have to do things that are out of the ordinary. He's going to try and make history. So, yeah, I would say I would say Mikey Garcia. What about Canelo and Jacob? Canelo. Jacobs is not a is not a walk in the park. But I think right now, at this given time, Canelo is in his prime. Man, power. Them body shots is is some some crucial. Well, as you finish up my cup, bro, thank you. I appreciate your time. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? That's how I get Yes, sir. That's my book. When you, when you write that next bestseller? Man, hey, can we work on this? Let's do it, man. Come on, man. I got a lot, a lot to say. Hey, I need 10% though. Say less. I'll give you 15. Man. I'm making you a boss like you made me a boss. Come on, man. Let's get it. Yo, Wealth Barbershop. What's the Addy? Where can I find your Instagram? 9660 Haven Avenue, Suite 100. Rancho Cucamonga, California, 91730. Instagram, Wealth Barbershop. Check out my barbers, Manos de Nano, Wavy Q. That's the barber. Oh boy, we in route, man. We in route. I need these necessary, man. Don't ever forget that. I know.